Welcome back to Awaken Agile, episode 100 and something. Uh, we had a week off because Adam went on holidays, which is a poor excuse. So, we are back. Um, Adam's read an interesting book uh, that he's going to share, some really interesting topics, uh, interesting perspectives, way of looking at things for an agile transformation. Um, I hope you get something out of it. I definitely did. So, buckle up, everyone. Here we go. Good Friday, Adam. Yes. Good Friday. Happy Good Friday. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. mate. Mm. And everyone out there that celebrates it. Yeah. You got any plans for the long, long weekend? <laughs> I am isolating because I have COVID. Oh, that's right. You told me that. <laughs> yeah. So I I, re- I recently got home from a overseas trip. Um I think the day after. Went to bed that night and got up Got up the next day and felt that the sore throat had moved to a bit of a cough and a, and a sniffle and the wife said, test yourself for COVID, please. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, um, it was a demand. It wasn't a, you know, why don't you <laughs> It wasn't test? a question. <laughs> it wasn't a question. It was yeah. like, you must do this. So I thought, oh, look, I've got, I'm going out. I've got stuff planned that I've had planned for months on the weekend I don't want to do this uh, but I tested and within 10 seconds two bars on the thing I'm like okay that's a pretty strong reading yeah usually nice. you have to wait minutes and it's like straight away bang I'm like oh I've got COVID yeah, so I'm isolating fun. for the whole whole of whole of Easter that's um, that's a bummer mate mm. it is a bummer how, how many times have you had COVID uh, this is the second time. Last time I had it was in May last year. Okay, and and yeah, could have could have been the plane, could have been, you know, a uh, little street market we went to the night before we left. There was heaps of people there. Could have, don't know, could have been anything. Hmm. Mm. Well, um, would you like a joke to cheer you up? I would love a joke to cheer me up. Okay, that's why my voice is probably a bit rough. It's like it's deeper. We've we've it's gone deeper. one yeah. level deeper might, into the professional podcasting smoothness side of. I deep might, voices. might try to keep it. I might try to keep it. <laughs> like a Howie Howie Mandel or a Joe Rogan voice or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I didn't think I was fat till the woman at McDonald's said, "Sorry about your weight." <laughs> <laughs> You like that one? I do like that one. That was excellent. Good. Awesome. Well, that was uh, excellent. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, <laughs> I can't take credit for it. I, I saw it on, on the Twitter dad jokes page that I use. Um, okay. what, what what are we talking about today? So speaking of credit, uh, I while well, I was away for a week, um, and th- thanks everyone who listens for your patience while we we took a break. I read a book, uh, and that book is called Organizing Toward Agility um, by Jeff Anderson, who is the president of a company called Agile by Design. 
So he goes, uh, a global services firm that helps companies achieve business agility at scale. So yeah, he he goes into he's had experience with companies going into companies and helping design or redesign their transformation. Uh, and the reason okay. I got onto this book was because I listened to another podcast called the Agile Uprising podcast, which is a great podcast as well. And uh, they spoke to him, and um, I thought, oh, I really enjoyed that podcast. I'll spend the ten bucks or whatever to get the Kindle version, and you nice. know, give back to him and. And read his book, and nice. so I, th- I, I thought I got a bit out of it. So I thought I'd read out some of the snippets just to, um, yeah, and just a bit of a book review, if that's yeah, okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Let's hear it. Uh so overall, he uses a couple of examples from his experience and his his uh, his company's experience on agile transformations, and he he talks about um, different levels in a in a in a company. So at the team level, what the things that things that you um, could and should be doing uh, at the department level and at the organisational level, and talks about the you know the, the, the pits and traps um, and the benefits of um, going through a transformation, and you know it, it's it's similar sort of themes and stuff. You know, if the leadership senior leadership isn't on board, then it's going to fail. We, we we all know this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, what I really liked about the book is he took the concept of yes, there's frameworks and practices and principles out there that you can use, um, but that's all a part of your toolkit in in a transformation. You don't, and it was very um, non-agile language that he he uses throughout the book. So it's. He wasn't bashing us over the head with Scrum or Lean or Safe or Less or Nexus or any any other frameworks. Like frameworks are great to a, to an extent, but they're not the be all and end all of mm. of everything. Yeah. Even to the point where it's it's okay to have teams within an organisation have different internal processes and practices towards agility. As, as long as the ecosystem as a whole is improving and and getting there. Yeah. Um, he also describes this concept, which which I've taken away uh, really uh, to heart to try and think about think about this um, as well, is uh, think of maybe an onion with layers, yeah. the old onion analogy, where you've got, teams on the outside of the onion who are in direct contact with the customer and they're building or well, the team should be as close to the customer as possible mm. building what the customer needs and wants uh at the core of the onion is your core services usually those things are like legal and hr and finance and 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 that kind of that kind of thing sometimes those core services are split in between the core and the edge, and uh, he he explains kind of that middle ground between the core and the edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also the concept of um, those core uh, and mid-core services should be um, providing services to the teams closest to the customer, as if the teams were the customers of. The inner layers of the onion. 
Okay, so the teams of yeah, yeah. So the the teams that you're working directly with, you you treat as the, your customer. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. So imagine you're a team. You're working on building a, a web product yep. for for customers, and you need some advice from legal. Yep. Then legal should be providing their services as if the team is your is legal's customer. Yes, 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 yes. So legal should be treating all the teams out on the edge as their customers. Yep. Right. Um, which is a which is a shift in perspective mm. from the the traditional, you know, um, pyramid shaped organisation where if you've got a request of legal, you put your request in. Yeah. And they'll get to it when they can, kind of thing, or. You know, you kind of have to know somebody to to sh- to speed it along. The team isn't treated as a customer. Yeah, yeah. And what does that yeah, what does that say? Often to the stakeholders. Where do stakeholders fit in this, or are they the customers as well? It depends who the stakeholder. <laughs> Pardon me. Depends who the stakeholder is. Okay. Yep. So if you're talking about you know internal management structures, um, then yes, that they should treat the teams as, as their customer. Cool. So the recipient of um, the services that have been given by whatever department are the customers. Yes. So, okay. Cool. So the end result is to, 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 I mean, the ultimate goal, delight the customer. Right? Yeah. So they keep yeah. coming back and buying more services. Yeah, awesome. Okay. So how do you get the how do you get the best of that? How do you build the best thing for the customer? Have the teams as close to the customer as you can. Yep. Uh, and then have all the support services enabling the teams and giving the teams what they what they need in order to deliver giving them a, as much support as if they are also a customer of the core services okay yeah like of, often we find um that it's the, it's the reverse you know if you have to go and make a, a database query change or um if you have to go and uh request um, another person for the team, you, you put in a request to, to HR or you put in a request to the central um, technology team and they put it in their queue and they get to it when they can. Yeah. Look, he's not saying you must do this or you'll fail. He's saying where this has happened, we've seen positive mm. growth, positive delivery, positive things happening. So, yeah, that's overall uh where kind of where it's at and he goes talks about the team then talks about uh the high layers above the team and d- defines a a model for designing a, a um company structure that's not hierarchical more of a circle onion type that's that's interesting i'm i'm starting to get an idea on what that could look like for instance if you're looking at things like systems thinking or if you're looking at processes and bottlenecks in the whole entire system and yes. the traditional customer is the one at the end after everything's kind of gone through the system yeah. what what would that i wonder what that would look like for systems treating that everyone as the customer or every kind of team as the customer you know um i wonder mm-hmm. i wonder what that would do to 
looking at pipelines of work and system thinking. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. often there's processes mm-hmm. you put in mm-hmm. place and it goes here and it goes there and it goes here mm. and it goes there. What, what mm. would you do then? Because the customer is the most important. You want value to customer as quick as possible and then mm-hmm. feedback. Um, that's just it's it just interesting. It's like it changes the whole it changes the whole infrastructure, doesn't it? It would have to. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So and there's lots of complexity behind it. So teams have to be remodeled and remodeled yeah, yeah. and changed so that teams can be more autonomous and self-organized. And um yeah, that means the traditional hierarchical structure um needs to change to to suit the the desired um outcome is it possible that and i'm choosing i'm choosing my words carefully because i don't yeah. want to i don't want to turn it into a you know agile is the best thing in the world discussion because sometimes it's not yeah. and and the book says that too yeah oh cool i'd be interested to hear more about that yeah. um yeah is a question is it is it, is it possible that if everyone playing devil's advocate every 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 team is thinking about the next team as the customer does the actual customer yes. get neglected in, in, a little bit? Like, does does the focus and importance yeah. of the actual customer get slightly uh-huh. neglected? Good question. I I flip that and go, well, if you don't do it, isn't what is what is the impact of the customer? It, it's anyway. a great point. Yeah, it, it's a great point. Yeah. So, so if if you've got internal systems and practices that are bot- bottleneck bottlenecks and holding you up from yeah. delivering to your customer, yeah, what could go wrong from trying trying a different approach? I completely agree. It's like measuring cycle time, right? You're not really focusing on the end goal. You're measuring a piece of work and up- optimizing <laughs> the the cycle time of that. And as a result, yeah, the end outcome is more effective and faster even yeah. though you're more yeah. focused on the actual little piece at hand. Here's a, here's a quote from the book, just to pick up <laughs> pick up on that. Yeah. Um, if we can mentor teams to break down work so stories are small, they will have a small amount of inherent variation. So if teams are watching for items in the backlog that are not small, break them up so they are small, we don't need to waste time estimating if we don't want to. Oh, so good. So good, Adam. <laughs> oh, yes. That that was music to my ears. And you see, like, uh, this is in Chapter 7, operating in an ecosystem of agile teams. So, yeah, talking about uh, if you get into the practice of breaking down your work so that's small, then stories, even though they might be different pieces of work, inherently they'll be the same size. Yeah. So you'll you'll migrate, you'll morph uh, into a practice of well, why, why do we why do we need to waste time estimating if everything's the same size anyway? And you can measure that, and, and you can just yeah, well, if, if, everything, <laughs> if everything's chopped down to small pieces, you can measure that. That and, and teams will be practiced in just recognizing well, that's big. Yeah. Okay, well, let's break it down. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's fantastic, yeah. Adam. I love that. I love that. <laughs> uh, and so it's got, it's got uh, nuggets of gold like that all all through yeah. the book. So. Uh, it's, I think it's a practical book for um, even to share with um, leaders or managers that may not be fully on the bus yeah. with with um, with agile. Yeah. Uh, just to say, hey, you know, we're not trying to ram down your throat 
that everyone has to do scrum and ceremonies and sprints and yes yeah. estimating yeah. and <laughs> um here's here's an alternate method and it's not written in such a way that it's trying to you know force feed you a whole bunch of doctrine yeah i did uh i did like another concept um there's a chapter around roles and jobs for team members and you know the concept of t-shaped person yeah so you've got what you've got a person that is highly skilled in one division and broadly skilled in everything else yeah yeah (laughs) and then over time you might uh deepen your knowledge in other things and you'd become pie-shaped, like the pie symbol. He has a concept here of helicopter-shaped people. So mapping out in a team or even in a in an organisational context all of the job skills that are necessary in that yep. area. Yep. And then uh, for an individual, actually mapping out where you've got skills or you might want to grow into certain areas. But... Um, uh, design it in such a way that it looks like the uh, um, rotor blade from a helicopter. I like that. That's cool. Uh, so his his diagram had eight kind of spindles, almost kind of like a wheel, actually. Yeah. Um, without the tire around the outside. Yeah. Uh, and it had like just di- di- different um, skills. Uh, it's like map that out and then. Uh, over time, you become a bit more of a hel- build out your helicopter to be a helicopter shaped person. I, I, re- that was cool. I really like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me? Did you um, did you have much on mm, the where agile isn't suitable for some areas? Did you did you have much on that? Let me have a look if I've got any notes. Did I, on did that. I hear that correctly? But it, that it, you it, said it, that earlier. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Uh, it uh, did took. It kind of mentioned mentions in the book to yeah. say look some some organizations it doesn't it doesn't suit to do yeah. this or some some teams it doesn't suit to do agile and and like that's okay it's just the maturity level where they're at it's just where they're at so shifting towards a more people-centric organization cannot be done lightly it requires work Work from your positional leaders and work from every person across your entire organization. New practices and processes can illuminate parts of the path, but this transition really starts with a shift in mindset. This takes time. Mm. You need a fight for culture, eh? You need to fight every day for it. Yeah. This was interesting. Today's organizations are still largely based on an industrial era thinking. Yeah, that is turning toxic in our current era of accelerated change. Yep, agree. Discerning customers, segmented markets, crowded competition, shrinking product life cycles, and rapid technological innovation mean we once again need to rely on people and their problem-solving capabilities rather than on mindless machines. You know, be diligent, work hard, but the, that that at the front focus, I think that's wrong. I think the front focus, like like what you quoted, needs to be innovation, yeah. needs to be creativity, collaboration. And later in the book, to your to your point, treating people as thinking, breathing, and living beings whose creative collaboration needs to be nurtured is key. Yeah. This organizing style is in direct contrast to the assumption that if we just gave people better instructions, 
they would do better work. Yeah. It, it is a mindset shift, isn't it? it? And it's like, it's an un, for those that are shifting into that mindset, it's a big unknown. It's like, I don't see how this could work. So why would we do it? Mm. Or like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like you got to really let go and jump off the cliff hoping something's going to catch you. you know? like- <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was thinking about, I was reflecting on this and reflecting on the book and I'm thinking, so what does, what does that mean for me, for us, for agilists across the world? You know, the ones that we, we turn up every day and we fight the good fight. Yeah. Um, knowing that it, it is a big effort. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of time. Is it all, is it still worth it? Is it still all worth it? And how do we, uh, how do we as individuals get value out of our own self-worth by, you know, even shifting the needle just a fraction of a percent every day we come in? Mm. Like we're not going to have massive organisational change every day. You know, you go to meetups and hear stories about people who are battling with their transformation journeys and yeah. and that kind of thing, and it's like, wow, that's that's kind of frustrating. Why, why don't why don't people just see the light? Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they could they could read the scrum guide in twenty minutes and see the light. Yeah. Why don't, why doesn't that happen? Because it doesn't, and we just have to deal with it and and move on. I think that's an interesting question. I know we don't have much time to unpack it, but it's an interesting question about um, awareness of it. Like, mm. does it does agile need to reveal itself to you before you can? go on that journey or do you <laughs> and i'm being i'm being really weird a, philosophical now but what a question <laughs> yeah what do, a do you question know what i mean like because some uh, yeah. you know if you're closed off to it yeah. you, you can't see the forest through the trees um yeah exactly speaking of i gotta go to the uh friday service adam so i'm gonna have to jump off joy i'll continue to isolate oh i'm sorry mate I'm sorry. Here, let me find another joke real quick. Gee up. Gee up. Uh, okay, here we go. You'll you'll appreciate this one. My daughter was doing history homework and asked me what I knew about Galileo. I said he was a poor boy from a poor family. Tick, tick, tick. Queen. queen. That's a queen reference. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it oh took me gosh. a while. It took me a while. To, sorry, I didn't sleep so well. I was up at 2.30. That's not good. Coughing your yeah. lungs out. Coughing, yeah. Uh, a lung out. Not good. Let's wrap it up. Were you going to say something else? You said so. No, it wasn't. No. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, interesting interesting chats around that, that book. What was the name of the book again, Adam? Organizing Toward Agility. Organizing Toward Agility. Um I, I might pick a copy up myself. That was interesting, um, interesting thoughts, mindsets there, especially treating teams as customers, like dependent dependent teams. Anyway, yeah. um, by by Jeff Anderson. Jeff, Jeff Anderson. Anderson. Sweet. Okay. Cool. Well, um, whoever's listening, if you have any thoughts, questions, feedback, comments, uh, let us know. You can email us at awakenagile@gmail.com. Bye for now.
Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully you got something out of that episode. Uh, Organising Toward Agility by Jeff Patterson. Um, we'll put the link in the uh, show notes. Uh, in the meantime, if you've got any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can get us on LinkedIn at Awaken Agile. Till then, see you next time. Be helpful. Bye for now.